All right, welcome back to Cheel Arena, Potsdam, New York. On the campus of Clarkson University, Mike Macnick, John Lady with you. The score after one is Clarkson two, Merrimack one. Connor Toomey joins us here. And, uh, Connor, that first period for you guys, thought you played pretty darn well in the first 15 minutes, but then, then you have the delayed call. They score in that. They get a goal 24 seconds later on the power play. Just like that, you guys are behind the eight ball, but you get a goal in the last, last minute on the power play to cut the lead in half. Yeah, it seemed like we had uh, pretty good pressure at the beginning of the game. Um, I think all four lines are going pretty well. Yeah, and once that uh, once we got that penalty, they, the two quick goals kind of killed us. But it was good to see us battle back and get another one before the end of the period. Thought one of the keys in the first that first 15 minutes we talked about, and even really the whole period, other than you know those that sequence with the two goals. You guys defensively, you didn't give up a lot. Um, you know there were a couple times where maybe you know caught back in your heels a little bit, but able to recover pretty quickly and get the puck out of the zone. Yeah, definitely. I thought um, we kept their pressure pretty much to the outside. Uh, not not a lot of great A opportunities, as we like to say. Um, but yeah, just uh, def- definitely a, it was definitely a key for us coming in here, just playing good defense and getting pucks out and getting on the attack. It seems like it's been one of the keys for you guys over this stretch here. You're unbeaten in the last three now coming in, so you know slowly starting to put things together. It seems. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's nice to get uh, get some points. Um, we'd like to see some more wins, but uh, we're, we're better than a loss. Um, but yeah. Uh, Coming up here to Clarkson, first time for you guys. Merrimack hasn't played up here in 25 years. Uh, what do you, what'd you think of the uh, the atmosphere, first period? It's a pretty good atmosphere, uh, definitely. I, I would assume they're on break, too. So just to see all the fans out here, it's pretty, it's pretty crowded in here. Um, good atmosphere. A lot of, it seems like they have a lot of history with the band and stuff like that, so it's nice. And uh, you guys have played a lot of teams this year that maybe you haven't seen before. It's been all Hockey East you know, the last few years, and now you get a, see a chance, get a chance to see some teams that are, are different from the other leagues. Uh, you know, do, do you like playing in different teams with different styles? Um, yeah, I suppose. Uh, I definitely like I mean, Hockey East is, I, I would say, probably one of the best con- uh, conferences in the country. So it's good to just play Hockey East competition, but uh, definitely get away from it and see what other leagues have to, have to offer and uh, see their, like, their facilities and their ranks and stuff like that. Connor Toomey with us from Bill Rickham, Mass. And uh, got to ask you about Tommy Glavin. He's going to get in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Bill Rickham boy there, Tommy Glavin. I remember him from high school when he played at Bill Rickham High. Both baseball and hockey was pretty good. I, I imagine that he's got to be uh, pretty much a legend down there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, one, of, one of the greats to come out of Rickham. Probably one of the only ones to do something. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely made an impact on the town. He's donated a couple of baseball fields um, to the at the middle school. So it's nice to see, uh, nice to see him get in. Was that something you guys talk about that when you heard that the other day? Um, yeah, I know. Uh, forget who it was. Someone on the team uh, kind of gave me uh, a little chuckle about Tommy Glav getting in because he's from Barreca, so it was, it was good to see. And last week, you guys got a chance to play at Fenway. For one thing, you got to be happy you played. I know it was cold last week, but you got to be happy you played last week instead of tomorrow when it's going to rain. Yeah, last week it was awesome. Uh, besides the uh, couple holes in the ice, it was an unbelievable experience just playing at Fenway, being a hometown kid. And I know, I mean, even even kids on the team that are uh, from Canada and stuff like that, it was it was just unbelievable experience playing at Fenway. You know, there's been a lot of talk about the outdoor games. I know, even in the uh, really. I guess the NHL kind of got, has gotten the ball rolling with the Winter Classic the last few years, and even more so the NBA games at Yankee Stadium and so on. The game out in L.A., I still don't know how they're going to pull that one off out in L.A., but, uh, I mean, there's been so many of these games now and some talk recently that maybe they need to cut back. It's you know They're overdoing it. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, for, for us, it's pretty pretty awesome playing outdoors. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, for the NHL, I've, I think they're... Yeah, I mean, they might be getting a little overboard. I think the Winter Classic. I mean, everyone looks forward for that, and if I feel like if they just keep playing more, more and more outdoor games, it's kind of taken away from that just one game on uh, New Year's Day. So, 
I don't know. I mean, for the college kids, it's pretty pretty awesome playing at Fenway. So it seems to become be becoming a uh, you know a tradition the last few years. You had the one game that was at Fenway a few years ago that started it off the the year of the Winter Classic when the Bruins played the Flyers. But then you had the doubleheader a couple of years ago, and now you have two doubleheaders this weekend. And, and I keep thinking, you know, I mean, thirty one thousand last week they sold thirty one thousand tickets. So anytime you can sell thirty one thousand tickets to college hockey, that's a pretty big deal. And also, yeah, you know, it might be the case that let's say a Merrimack, right? They haven't, you know, I mean, they haven't had a chance to play in in that environment. You guys did get to do that last week. Well, even though you've done it once in a few years, you know, it's going to be a whole new group of guys through here that have never done it before, and they might like a chance to do it too. Yeah, definitely. I think that was uh, that was the point, I think, of Hockey East was trying to get everyone a game, every team, because uh, the past couple of years, they're just trying to just the rest of the teams that didn't have a chance over the past couple couple of years are trying to get a, get a game. So, I don't know, maybe they'll start cutting back now and, and just having, like, maybe... I don't know, the two best teams from the previous year play or something like that. But All right, well, second period going to get underway here in a couple minutes. Uh, Warriors down 2-1. to one. Your thoughts on what they need to do in the second? Um, I think we just got to keep keep on pre- uh, keep pressure. I think we got to stay out of the box, obviously. And um, just uh, keep playing our uh, hard-nosed D and getting pucks out and getting on the attack and getting pucks low into the net and stuff like that. All right, Carter, thanks for coming on to join us. We appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the time here, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for having me. All right, Carter Toomey from Billerica, Mass., junior forward for the Warriors. He's been our guest with the score, Clarkson 2, Merrimack 1. John and I will be back for the rest of the first intermission right after this. You're listening to live coverage of Warrior Hockey.